You're listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. Cinema Geekly's NXT Companion Podcast. It's Anthony and Jacqueline back talking more NXT and NXT UK and the WWE Network. Uh, Jacqueline, uh, not a lot to talk about on NXT UK this week. Uh, yeah. Things have been shaken up in NXT proper. Uh, mm-hmm. We should, you know what, I want to address this first. First, breaking news. Uh, the Viking experience, that experiment is already dead uh they already changed their name on last monday's raw uh they are now the viking raiders which is an improvement i it sounds like a this like a super bowl but uh it does it does it it's oh my god just fucking come on i don't know why i don't know why they just didn't go back to war raiders Oh my god! So stupid. Vince doesn't like the word war. I guess I don't know. Hard to say, but Vince is like I don't know. He is an old man who's probably going a little senile. Who probably should stop butting into creative. He's out of his mind. Uh, They had two episodes of television last week where they did a a draft or a superstar shakeup, whatever the terminology is. Where they switched brands, oh, yes. And in the in the in the days after it, and then in a couple days leading up to Raw, they just went ahead and essentially had another one, but off television, where they switched a bunch of people back. Uh, like oh, they switched them back. Yeah, like Andrade and Zelina Vega went back to SmackDown after they had been put on Raw. Uh, oh my God. The, Black had been moved to SmackDown after he had been. Settled on Raw, uh, the the, and I think Cesaro has been split from Sheamus and sent to Raw as a singles. Yeah, which I have mixed feelings about, but that's fine. Uh, Samoa Joe showed up on Raw. He he was apparently supposed to be part of Raw anyway, but I guess he was really sick last week and he couldn't make it to television. And that makes sense with the um, yeah. belts and stuff, whatever. But yeah, they split Bailey and Sasha Banks up. Like, what is? what are they doing? Uh, yeah. Uh, and uh, I get the word I heard, like why Andrade got moved back, I heard it's twofold. I heard a story yeah. that Fox executives want a yeah. Latino star to build around. 
uh, and somebody to include on coverage for Fox Sports Deportes, uh, which makes sense. SmackDown has always done better with Latino audiences than Raw has. So I don't know why that's the case. I think it was because Rey Mysterio was on SmackDown for so many years, but uh, they always pulled in a bigger Latino audience. So I've heard it. I heard it was that, but I also heard another thing that makes much more sense. Charlotte Flair and Andrade are dating and Charlotte is on SmackDown and Andrade was moved to raw and Charlotte pull the star card. Yeah. And Zelina is with Andrade and she moved to SmackDown with him, and because Zelina and Alistair Black are married, they moved Alistair to SmackDown. They're keeping the couples together. I'm surprised at that. Me too. They used to do it the the reverse, where they would intentionally split up couples. Yeah. Well, I guess, though, Charlotte has such star power that, mm-hmm. like, they're going to listen to her. I mean, I don't blame I hope, her. I wouldn't want to be... I they last. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, look... Uh, yeah, you know, i i wouldn't I wouldn't blame any of them. Who wants to be separated from your significant other? They they have completely different road schedules. But the big mm-hmm. news, the big news is that uh, the War Raiders have a slightly less worse name now. And uh, as was expected, uh, Kyrie Sane was called up to the main roster, and she is now on SmackDown in a tag team with Asuka. Uh, which is fine, but it is not the Sky Pirates. Uh, they'll never. It's not the Sky Pirates, Pirates. but um, I like. I really because I like Oscar. I do, and I, she's not. She's not getting what she deserves, and I, I so. feel so yeah. bad saying it, but I feel like they would. They're going to do so much better as a tag team than they're than they would individually. They still fit together. You've got the Empress and the Princess, so it works. They can do a, a instead of a. A sky pirate princess. Thing. Yeah, the pirate princess. That's a common oh, nickname for Kyrie. God, no. You haven't heard that? They've said Ugh, it a, like a no. million times. Maybe you've just said it out. I stopped listening. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's, I hate uh, her gimmick. <laughs> let's, let's quickly talk about um, what happened on NXT UK. Uh, this uh, is the first of what I presume are a couple of tapings from WrestleMania Access. Uh, the crowd for this show was actually much better than the crowds from the Royal Rumble access shows that they taped back in January, uh, where that crowd oh, was asleep. This crowd was slightly better. Uh, the Coffee Brothers defeated Raul Mendoza and Umberto Carrillo in a fun opening match. Uh, then Dave Mastiff killed Kona Reeves. So that was good times. Uh so this was actually like a mix. This was kind of like NXT UK versus NXT people. Uh, okay. Rhea Ripley defeated Casey Catanzaro. Uh, oh, that's probably a good match. Yeah, they they were. I mean, they weren't in there for too long, unfortunately. Just just long mm-hmm. enough for Casey to look a little impressive, and for Rhea to beat her, and then for Rhea to keep beating her afterwards, so Piper yeah. Niven could confront Rhea Ripley. Makes sense. Uh, main event of the show saw Amir Jordan and Kenny Williams getting an unsatisfying win over the grizzled young veterans. Uh, they were uh, winning on them, and then the grizzled young vets, beaten up, quit. They walked to the back, accepting a countout loss to Amir Jordan and Kenny Williams, who will now receive a tag team title match uh, as a result. What? Yep, they're the cowardly 
the cowardly bad guys ran away uh, when they were when they were losing a fight. Um, so yeah, Amir and Kenny get a, a tag title match, and then after all of the matches, uh, there was an interview with Pete Dunne where he demanded his rematch with Walter. So that'll <laughs> be good times. Uh, okay, that was NXT UK. Let's talk about proper NXT episode five hundred and whatever. Uh, Two. Three. It's something like that. 502. Might be 502. Sounds good. We shall see. Um, Okay, so the show opens with a North American championship defense by the Velveteen Dream. He is defending against former WWE Cruiserweight champion and former NXT tag team champion Buddy Murphy, who has also recently been called up to SmackDown. Uh, as well, something I'd forgotten about. This stems uh, from a cell phone video that Velveteen Dream had shot while he was attending WrestleMania, and he saw Buddy Murphy after he had lost his championship and was talking trash to Buddy Murphy. Uh, and as a result, they set up this North American Championship match, and uh, this was a really good match, actually. It was really good, yes. Uh, I don't think anybody expected Buddy Murphy to win here, well, no, he had just been called up to the main roster, so we yeah. all knew how this was going to end, which I hate the timing of all this crap. Yeah. It, Sorry. It, it worked for the live crowd because this was taped before any of that occurred. So, yeah, but you can't televise. You This should have been televised the week before. Yeah. People watching knew that, yeah, he's probably not going to win. Uh, yeah. But they had a really good back and forth match. Okay. Uh, I hope. Good things happen for Buddy Murphy on the main roster. I don't know. I feel like he's going to get lost in the shuffle, but he is he's really fun to watch in the ring. He's good. Mm-hmm. I didn't really know him, so... Yeah. He uh, was a part of a fairly boring tag team uh, in NXT for a while with Wesley Blake, who is now in the Forgotten Sons. Oh, okay. Yeah. That and, makes uh, sense. They had Alexa Bliss as their manager uh, when she first became a, a, a bad guy character. Uh, but then she got called up to the main roster, their tag team split. And then he disappeared from television entirely. And then started, uh, I guess really turning heads on the, the Florida loop shows, the house shows in Florida. Right. But wasn't being put on television and started adopting this character, calling himself the best kept secret. Uh, oh. so like everybody <laughs> knows he's good, but nobody knows. You know, like the people who see him knows he's good. Uh, And then he completely bypassed NXT uh, with that character and got moved right into the 205 205 Live thing. uh, Where he was regularly impressive, but, you know, nobody really saw him except for, you know, live crowds. Uh, The drunks who stay after SmackDown. Mm -hmm. So he was really good here. Uh let me see here. I'm going to try to find the end of it. The, there's a lot written about this match here. There is. Uh, okay. So uh, a lot of back and forth, a lot of near falls, which uh, near the end found both guys on the apron where uh, Murphy hit dream with a, a knee strike. And then uh, dream caught Murphy with a famouser when he was trying to come back into the ring. Murphy was, he got mm-hmm. caught up in the ropes uh, and Dream capitalizes on this, hitting with a Dream Valley driver and the Purple Rainmaker elbow to retain the title. The crowd was happy. I was happy. 
it was a Dream very was good happy. match. Dream was very happy. He was. So, I like him as as a as a title holder. Mm-hmm. So other than the uh, disappointment that was knowing, essentially mm-hmm. knowing the outcome beforehand. Any other thoughts on the match? Or Buddy no, Murphy? I thought. Um, I thought Buddy Murphy was really good. I didn't really like. I said I didn't know him, so um, I thought this was a really fun match. Yeah. Um, and Velveteen Dream, well, I really like him as a character. I know he may not be the most technically, or he's not the best wrestler, wrestler technically. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought they played off of each other really well here. So yeah. yeah, he's like a different. This is a weird comparison to make, but he's like a different type of. He's like. A, a similar type of coin to like Shayna Baszler where Shayna is not the like the flashiest wrestler yeah or the like the quickest or most athletic but her presence and physical charisma and everything about how she uh presents herself mm-hmm. uh as long as she's like solid in the ring which she is uh right. it adds so much more like it would be yeah. a different story if these people were bad in the ring. Like, right. oh, I can they're see not... how. Yeah, I can see yeah, how. Yeah, they're... they're not bad. That's. Yeah. I almost think of Velveteen Dream as like a John Cena, where he's kind of like over the top with some of his mm-hmm. like reactions and yeah. his sells. Like he doesn't really sell it. He like just goes over the top and like Dream's kind of the same to me. But I can yeah. see where you're saying like, yeah, he's not super flashy, but yeah. he. I always buy when he looks really tired. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm like, what is he doing? <laughs> I can I actually, that's not a bad comparison to Cena. Although I think dream is ahead of Cena, at least in the ring. Um, oh yeah. Cena was always a little more, uh, a little less sizzle. Um, yeah. He's got a little more finesse. Yeah. The dream does. He's uh, the dream. So, uh, street talk is back. Jacqueline with the street profits. Oh, you know this was like my favorite thing. <laughs> they were ready to knock on the door to William Regal's office, and then the door opened, and it was <laughs> the Viking Experience, or the Viking Raiders, the Viking Raiders, or as they're known in NXT, the War Raiders. Well, their their shirts said War Raiders. Yeah, um, and they were already coming out of Regal's office. And the music stopped on a dime. I'm sad they didn't do the record scratch. Oh, yeah. But the that music, would have added to it. The happy music stopped <laughs> on a dime. And they're like, yeah, we already know what you guys were going to do. And we know what you wanted to talk to Regal about. And we've already fixed that problem for you. We're having a match next week. So uh, do you? So does this mean that, that the Street Profits are going to be the NXT Tag Team titles? Because if so, I am super excited and I'm bored with this. I don't know. I don't know if it's a title match either. Right, but like clearly, it's going to set them up to be like the number one contenders, and yeah. then they're going to go, and they're going to be the title holders, which I am for. Later on in the broadcast, they talked about yeah. this match, and it worried me because Uh-oh. I had to hear, I think it was Nigel McGuinness, refer to them as the Viking Experience. I know it was really. Like, I'm like, oh, oh god, no, like you. No. you there were some parts that seemed almost dubbed over like they had Oh yeah, they had no <laughs> they had no choice but to go back into the studio and re-record dialogue, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, this sounds so bad." <laughs> uh Johnny Gargano came out uh with his NXT Championship for the first time in front of the uh the full sale crowd. 
Everyone loves him. Everyone loves Johnny Wrestling. Johnny Champion, everyone is chanting. Uh, mm-hmm. And as Johnny was just about to start talking about his road to the title, he was interrupted by Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, and Bobby Fish. Of course. And, Bobby Fish. And Adam Look, Cole... Oh, go ahead. Hold on. I, I think they should add a category to the NXT Awards next year. Mm-hmm. And it is Best Eyebrow Actor. <laughs> <laughs> like is that and, where is that where all of it is coming from? It'd be like him in The Rock. Yeah, it's clearly Bobby Fish. Like that's all. That's what he does. Like he. he so what he, you're saying per- is <laughs> what you're saying is Bobby Fish is the new The Rock. Maybe yeah, he is in terms Watch of eyebrows. <laughs> yes. Uh, so Adam Cole claimed that he beat Johnny Gargano at Takeover, which. He did in the first fall of a two out of three falls match. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, look, if this were any other match, I would have been the champion. So this is Cole's claim that he beat him in the first fall. And if that weren't a two out of three falls match, he'd be the champion. Hey, sometimes you got to grasp that straw. Yeah, that that is a claim one could make. And he did make it. Uh, yes. Johnny Gargano, Johnny Gargano pointed out that, yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah. But it was a two out of three falls match, and then I beat you in the second fall and the third fall, and I submitted you in both of them. And that's, right. he's like, at the end of the day, the scoreboard reads two to one, Johnny Gargano, and that makes him the NXT champion. Yep. I'm excited for their rivalry. Yeah. Uh, Johnny was saying that Adam Cole seemed emotional. Uh, mm-hmm. He asked Adam if there was some trouble in his boy band because Roderick Strong wasn't there. Uh, and I, I like that he referred to them as a boy band. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, and yeah, he's like, look, I just made you tap. And he said, that's undisputed. Uh, Cole tried to cut him off, but Gargano kept going. Uh, Gargano called Adam Cole a spoiled little baby. And <laughs> turning all of his phrases against him. Uh, yep. Then Gargano challenged him, and Cole said to be careful what you wish for, which is when Roderick Strong, of course, jumped Johnny Gargano from behind. Mm -hmm. Uh, And they all came in here and pummeled poor Johnny Gargano. Undisputed era stood tall. And uh, later on, we would be told that Johnny Gargano will be facing Roderick Strong. Yes. Uh, Go ahead. Oh, so I was going to say, like, I had, when I saw the three of them, I had a feel, I'm like, Roderick Strong's going to be, like, coming up from behind Johnny Gargano or something. Like, I knew that was going to happen, but I'm yeah. glad it did. Um, they're not just a boy band. They're not just, no. they're not just goons. They're best friends. And so we were talking, um, as, as we were watching, um, Anthony, my, or other Anthony goes, yes. they're not going to be breaking up because... Um, they just came out with a new shirt and logo. <laughs> they could not fool him with because of their marketing. Yes. So he's like, they're undisputed they're staying together. Um, but <laughs> um, I, I think this is where maybe I'm like, what if though they do break up and this is where Adam Cole does a face turn mm-hmm. and he becomes the good guy to replace Johnny Gargano when he eventually moves up. So, <laughs> I was actually, that line of thinking made me remember something uh, <laughs> that uh, a long time ago, only, I this is part of the reason why I think um, the wrestler Chris Jericho is at times a genius. 
Uh, he is. Cause he, I will give him that. He was going, he was, they were going to feud. He was going to feud with AJ Styles when AJ first came into WWE. Uh, that mm-hmm. was AJ's first WrestleMania match was against Jericho. Uh, but okay. they started out as respectful friends and they formed a tag team, which was horribly called Y2AJ uh, <laughs> instead of Y2J. Uh, and in order to get people to think that they weren't going to break up, they actually made Y2AJ shirts and sold them for about two oh. weeks until he, he turned on <laughs> AJ. So that's a genius that's move. Yeah. They threw so, away I don't know. money. They threw away money. Well, I mean, it's all for a bit, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. But, so what I do have to say about this, though, is that we did watch Table for Three, mm. and Adam Cole, Johnny Gargano, and Ricochet were on it. Oh, I want to watch that one. Yeah. And so they're like besties. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, well, not best. Well, obviously, Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa are besties. But yeah. they, they're like really close, and they know each other really well. So yep. I was like, oh. So now I see them, and I'm like, this is cute. They're playing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, A video uh, aired plugging that Kushida is going to be making his in-ring debut in two weeks. Uh, Mm -hmm. That preceded the mention of the call-ups to everybody to the main roster. They actually noted Mm -hmm. a bunch of people because officially, uh, you know, they mentioned like Lars Sullivan and Lacey Evans and blah, 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 because those people had gotten placed on shows brands yeah yeah they technically weren't but you know they had been called up for a while mm-hmm. uh this is this is also where we were told about the uh viking experience against street profits although now it'll have to be <laughs> the viking raiders i hope they're getting all of these nameplates and graphics changed yeah uh, keep yep. up with us uh i really hope the crowd still just yells out war at them in time you know like war 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 they've like, been doing yeah. it i mean look okay good I'm respect. I, I don't know. I mean, for this taping, there were still the War Raiders when they came out. Uh, mm-hmm. So this was before they the name change happened. I don't know if they've lost the titles. Uh, if they haven't lost the titles yet, I fear for them when they have to come back to like NXT to lose the titles under a name that's not War Raiders. But we'll see. Oh yeah. Uh, what had to be Jacqueline's favorite match of the night. Aaron Fry and Dominic Dijakovic was literally one move long. The bell rang. So stupid. Dijakovic hit a cyclone kick and pinned this man. After the match, Dijakovic, uh, who commentary is calling the Croatian Colossus, said that he is only in NXT because his family gave him a chance by immigrating to the United States. That spirit is... Sounds very like patriotic and babyface like almost. Yep. He's pro immigration in this country in 2019. That's a good guy move. Yes, uh, it is. The uh, the spirit is in its in his veins and it drives him. And he has his eyes on the North American Championship. He uh, beckons the Velveteen Dream to feast his eyes. This is too soon. For him to be making a play for this. I agree. Uh, they haven't gone back to the Keith Lee thing. They keep pushing this match off because I think Keith Lee got hurt. Hurt. And they thought he was going to be able to be back in time, and I guess he's not yet, so... Okay. Well, yeah, I just... I'm like, this is... No, like, you're building up Matt Riddle versus Velveteen Dream. Like, let's stick with that. Mm-hmm. Don't be throwing bullshit people in there. Yeah. Just give us what we want, and that's Dijakovic versus Keith Lee. 
And until that time, let's just have Dijakovic versus Carrillo. That would be a good match. Mm-hmm. That would be a great match. Let's uh, well, let's do that. Okay. Regal? <laughs> Sorry. Well, we can't, we can't bring up Regal right now because he was busy in this next segment. Just when you think Undisputed Era is all close-knit, Kathy Kelly is interviewing mm. them backstage, uh, and Cole dismisses any thought that there might be dissension in the ranks with Undisputed Era. And then he starts talking about Johnny Gargano when Mr. Regal interrupts them, and he notes that there is a match for next week, and it is between Gargano and Roderick Strong. And Adam Cole looks... Visibly upset. Visibly upset. And Roderick's like, no, this is great. This is what we want, right? Right. We're Adam, a team. Adam Cole's like, oh, that's not what I wanted. Uh, Roderick Strong. I like that Roderick Strong, though, is trying to be such like the, yeah, no, it's good. It's good. Yeah, th- <laughs> this is this is exactly what we want. It's like, good we're fine. For, it's, good for, it's good for Roderick. Yeah, uh, well, it's, it definitely. Uh, I'm, I'm wondering... Oh, oh go sorry. ahead. I was just going to move on. Yeah, so you, oh, sorry. I was going to say, I ho- I'm wondering if um, Adam Cole is going to interfere and it's going to be a disqualification. <laughs> like, that's what I'm hoping uh, Well, I mean, to, to kind of push forward the... Because you know Johnny Gargano and Adam Cole are going to have another match. So, they have to, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, born in bougie on their phone. <laughs> uh, they challenge... Every time. Yes. The name never ceases to bring out joy in Jacqueline. Oh, it's my favorite. <laughs> uh, maybe it's not too late to change your like Twitter handle to that. I don't know if they've taken it or not I, yet, so maybe try to jump on it. I don't, I don't want to have that as my Twitter handle, though. It may not like... age well, you're thinking? That, or I think it says something for people who don't know wrestling, you know? Ah, that's true, that's true. <laughs> yeah. uh, so Vanessa Bourne and Aaliyah, they challenge Candice LeRae to find a partner for a tag team match for next week. Uh, I guess we'll see how that goes. Main event time for the NXT Women's Championship. Shayna Baszler defending against Kyrie Sane. Uh, if Kyrie fails to win the championship here, it is her final shot ever. And I gotta say, this was a big letdown. Like, I wasn't expecting Kyrie to win this match. No. Far, far from it. I was expecting her to not win this match. But the manner but in which ex- she did not win this match was highly disappointing. Yeah, like, I was expecting Shayna to win. Yeah. Uh, I would have accepted Shayna winning, and then Shayna continuing to attack Kyrie afterwards, and then mm-hmm. Io comes in to make a save for her friend, and then yes. Kyrie kind of gets to do like a curtain call uh, mm-hmm. or something after the bad guys have been run off. But instead, uh, they have a back and forth match, which was not as good as some of their previous encounters anyway. It wasn't bad, but it, yeah. it wasn't at the level of some of their, their takeover matches. Uh, but it wasn't too bad. Uh, right. Shayna, of course, worked over Kyrie's arm and... Uh, if you've noticed for a couple of weeks, she has some of that, uh, athletic tape on her yep. shoulders. So a, a target for Shayna to, to attack. And she did, of course. Uh, but, uh, eventually it, it got to a point where Kyrie was in big trouble with the arm. So Shayna teased doing the, the arm stomp thing, the, the thing that she did to Dakota Kai once that looked really gross. Yes. And uh, 
when this happened, Io Shirai then came in to hit Shayna Baszler to prevent her from doing this, but in so doing, uh, causing a disqualification for Shayna to win via disqualification. Uh, right. The horsewoman pulled Shirai out of the ring, and they forced her to watch as Baszler viciously stomped on Sh- on Sane's arm, and mm-hmm. like, uh, that was it. The end. Yeah, like even Shayna looks super disappointed. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I get it, because this match was going really well. Like the hor- like Marina and Jessamine were on the outskirts the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like it was a it was a clean match, and. Then like this happened, and you're like, no, that's not how this is supposed to end. Maybe this isn't the end of Kyrie because this seems like a really poor way to end like a top good guy characters run in NXT. Uh, like, if anything, this would make Kyrie kind of mad at her friend. Like, yes, her yeah. arm was in danger, but now she doesn't get another shot at the title. And at least if Shayna would have stomped on her arm and then choked her out, at least Kyrie would have lost. But here. Uh, Shayna won by disqualification. Kyrie didn't even beat, right. uh, didn't even get beaten, and she never gets a shot at the NXT Championship again. Uh, and it doesn't, it doesn't set up the Shayna EO rivalry that I think they want to set up. Yeah, it doesn't set it up that well. And no. I mean, it, it did something, but not the best not thing they could have done. Yeah, yeah. And Kyrie at the end here just gets beaten down. Like there's no. Yeah. I really think it would have just been better if Shayna had just beaten her. And yeah. uh, even yeah. if she won with cheating, uh, yeah. I think that would have been just fine. And then EO makes the save and then they do the, the send off, but they, they right. didn't do any of that, which makes me think that there is either something else, in the work. Something else that they haven't done yet. Uh, or this will be a rare case of, uh, a little bit of poor writing on NXT's part, which doesn't happen very often, but it doesn't. It could, it could happen here. We'll see. It could, right? Because it almost seemed like there was EO Kyrie rivalry. Yeah, uh, or teasing it anyway, but yeah. I don't think they're gonna do that. Do you think maybe the some of the writers didn't know? <laughs> like maybe they didn't understand what was happening. I mean, when they were doing this filming, on, when they were doing this taping, honestly, there's a good chance they didn't know any of. There's a good chance they didn't know yeah. War Raiders were going anywhere or Kyrie. So, yeah. In fact, I know they didn't know about War Raiders because if they had known, they would have probably lost the belts before they got called up. So, yeah. So, so maybe they were trying. So maybe they had a like a long game that they were trying to play here. Mm-hmm. And they were like, well, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, dealing with Grandpa Vince. Fuck that man. <laughs> Sorry, I, I can't. Uh, you've dropped a lot of f bombs in this episode, which you normally oh. you normally don't do. I mean, that's totally fine. Like we're not like a a, a child we are putting, podcast, but as I say, we're putting the e on that one. <laughs> that's right. Uh, look, I, I mean, I get the frustration because oh my, this... I, I don't, I don't watch the main roster. I, I, yeah, I, I just stopped watching years ago. And my life is so much better for it. Now I just listen and read from a distance. And yep. I'm like, you know what? Maybe someday it'll change, but it doesn't seem like it's going to be anytime soon. No. And also, these, this episode and these are just so frustrating to me. Yeah. So, it was, I don't know. Yeah. Somebody had, somebody had, somebody had asked uh, if 
Because they're like, you seem to be having fun with this wrestling podcast more than you have with any of the other wrestling podcasts you've done. And I'm like, okay. yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, because I'm, I'm watching something I love doing. But like, would you uh, like consider doing any other ones? And I'm like, well, I don't know no. if I can find people to do it. <laughs> yes. But even if I did, the only thing I'd remotely consider uh, mm-hmm. would be doing one for maybe like AEW when that starts. I think they're, yeah. I think their TV starts in, I'm guessing November. Oh, wow. That's is, soon. Is when their TV is going to start. And if the reporting is to be believed, it's going to be on one of the Turner networks. So TBS or TNT, I think. Is yes, who that's what I had heard. But they're looking at, I, I had heard that, they were, uh, I had heard there were two major companies talking to them, and I think the other one was maybe Showtime, which would be very different for a wrestling company to run on Showtime. Because obviously that's a, yeah. I don't know what Showtime subscriber numbers are. I don't know how well it would do on a, on a, uh, a station like that. So I think they're better oh. off. I think they're better off going with the, TNT or TBS or whatever deal it ends up being. But I would hypothetically consider that. Uh, but I don't know. Uh, it depends. Maybe uh, maybe that'll become the... Maybe we don't cover that show entirely, but maybe that's something we'll do for like a takeover mention. hangover. Yeah. Or, yeah okay. or, or like mention it if we're keeping up with it or if there's a uh, takeover hangover episode. We can yeah, we're watch like, an episode that's... of that or something. Okay. Things to talk about for the future. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's a, there's enough podcasts going on as it is. I don't think I would want to do a completely separate wrestling one unless we got, I don't know, tired of NXT or something, which I don't see happening anytime soon. It's still a fun watch and it's a, a nice brief watch too. It's only an hour usually. So uh, yeah, I'll take that. The, the AEW show will almost, almost definitely be a two-hour show with commercials so it'll be you know whatever it is an hour and you know 40 minutes or whatever it is but um yeah uh all right so before we get going uh let's thank the sponsor for this week's episode a new sponsor for the what comes next podcast the good people of think geek jacqueline are sponsoring the show what I love ThinkGeek. CinemaGeekly.com Me too. <laughs> cinemageekly.com slash ThinkGeek. Or you can click the support us link in the show notes for this episode. Uh, also, we got a link up on the main page uh, of CinemaGeekly uh, as well. Uh, they don't have any wrestling-related geek stuff. Uh, they do not have any licensing agreements with WWE. Uh, but uh, they have licensing agreements with pretty much anything else geek-wise that you can think of between Marvel, DC, Star Trek, Star Wars, uh, Disney, Disney, yeah. uh, tons of stuff, video games, uh, tons of stuff. Uh, I think there will be some slight crossover uh, between people who like wrestling mm-hmm. and like geek stuff. So uh, use that link to pick yourself up some stuff because then that way you win, uh, Think Geek wins, and then we win too. So cinemageekly.com Slash Think Geek. All right, uh, that's it for the show. Uh, speaking of CinemaGeekly.com, while you're hanging out at the website, uh, feel free to check out the archives of this show. And you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Stitcher. Just search for What Comes NXT. 
and hit subscribe. And uh, that way you can hear us come back next time, talk about more NXT UK and NXT episode 503, we think, featuring Johnny Gargano and Roderick Strong. <laughs>